With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for Same Race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Thursday night footy makes a welcome return as round 13 begins at the MCG. It's critical for the two teams in action. They have met in powerhouse encounters in recent years, but they come off the bye in 10th and 12th, and the need to rise is now. Richmond and Port Adelaide, the chance to grab some momentum and start the climb. AFL Nation with you this Thursday night. And uh, it's chilly. It's dry for the time being. It'll be hot out in the middle, doubtless. Jared Waitley with you. Dwayne Russell is with me. Hello, Dwayne. One tonight is a big one around 13. Cream starting to rise to the top, and uh, you don't want to be missing out by losing this one tonight. It's a big one tonight. I'm really looking forward to the bounce of the ball, and the conditions are pretty good. I had a walk around out there. The grass is just like carpet. There's not a breath of breeze. I know the flags look fairly stiff, but out there, it's pretty damn good, even though the surface of the ground is slippery because there's plenty of dew and rain on it. Josh Jenkins is our expert tonight. JJ, welcome. Thank you. It's a big upgrade for me. I've done some uh, 440s and uh, to come here to this uh, magnificent stadium on a Thursday night, it's an absolute pleasure. And I mean, there's no such thing as an eight-point game, but this is an eight-point game. Judson Clark, we've brought him in. He's been good in the twos. So here he is on Thursday night footy. We not, might not be able to keep you out. Usually heard, the, uh, heard it go the other way. You haven't been doing enough of the ones and off you go, son. <laughs> so... For Port Adelaide, it feels like if it doesn't happen straight away, they've mm. got four tough games. They'll be out of business if they can't grab hold of it. Richmond, post the bye, there's, there's a year they run the table and win the flag. Post the bye last year, they were never sighted again. What are they capable of? I think, I think we know... We believe they are capable of a lot, of plenty. Saw them play here against the Dogs uh, a few weeks ago, probably over a month ago, and they were ultra impressive. It was the Richmond of old, and I think they've still got that in them. It's probably not that... It's not quite the manic Richmond that we've seen and the chaos, but it's still there in glimpses. So I think we know what they've got uh, in store under the bonnet, but do the power have enough? Because the margin for error is becoming real skinny for them, particularly, you know, they, it's as simple as crunching the numbers. Lose tonight and that window becomes real, real skinny. Yes, as with the competition for the places at the bottom of the eight, if you get too far back and any loss for Port Adelaide could do that, they've got these four testing weeks ahead that will, I think, largely determine their... To see this, so you know. I. Uh, Dwayne and I were just standing waiting for a coffee and I I asked Dwayne, I said, what on earth are they going to do in the ruck? And uh, Dwayne, you threw up a Lear, a Lear, which I thought was an, a, a really interesting... It wasn't a prospect I'd, I'd given much thought, but he has done it. He's athletic enough to do it. He's got the size and frame to do it, but can they afford to, to take him out of uh, a key defensive post? That's the question. Well, I think if they win the clearances, they can win the game. They, their forward line's pretty good. Robbie Gray, Charlie Dixon, Sam Powell Pepper, Zach Butters, Todd Marshall, Connor Rosie. So it's a pretty good forward line. 
They've got some guys who are, you know, exceptionally good players in the middle. Ollie Wines and Travis Boak was done in centre square. Willem Drew was, I think, one of the, the best clearance under 18 in his draft year. So he, he's pretty good at the clearances. He's not Russell Lee, but, but he's pretty damn good in the centre. So, you know, they've got a pretty good forward line if they can win the clearances. But if they can't manufacture a way of winning clearance, I don't think they can win the game. Centre square clearance, that is. I think they can get creative around the ground. I think there's a space for that. We've seen teams do that. But, I mean, I think Charlie Dixon's the one that probably has to take the centre bounces because... The, the, the talk is, you know, you need to protect him and look after him. But what are we looking after him for next year? You need to you need to throw him out there and, and, and go up against Nankervis because if they allow Nankervis to, to physically dominate the game, he will. And I think you're right with Charlie Dixon because I think he is pretty good in the ruck and I like their forward line when it's unpredictable. When, it's, when Charlie's there all the time, they become super predictable, Port Adelaide, because they go to him so often and especially going to him in the pocket, which we all hate uh, and the Port fans hate it as well but if he's in the ruck and pinch hitting as a forward then it becomes less predictable and I think less predictability can help Port's forward line as well. The teams are unchanged for what came at selection. The subs Kane Lambert for the Tigers and Martin Frederick for Port Adelaide. So before we get into our match preview let's get an odds update thanks to Sportsbet. It's time for an odds update. Thanks to Sportsbet. Sportsbet's bet with mates. Gamble responsibly. 1-800-858-858. Good evening, punters. It's Daniel Parisi here. And I tell you what, it's superb to have Thursday night footy back in the calendar. It's said to be a chilly evening at the MCG, but betting suggests that the Tigers will enter as two goal favourites, paying $1.50 in the head-to-head, which means you're getting a juicy handsome $2.68 for the power to get the road kill. Now, both sides enter fresh, ready to rock and roll, coming in off the bye. But as we know, history says some teams respond better than others. Now, the visitors have won five of their past six games and it was a welcome sight to have Dixon in their latest win. And the Tigers, while their four-game win streak was snapped by the Swans in Sydney most recently. Punters are coming thick and fast for the Tigers here. The yellow and black. They're searching for more value, though. One thirty-nine, paying $2.10 has attracted a few dollars with the Tigers winning five of their past six games at the MCG by an average winning margin of 31 points. Same game multis. Favourite two legs here. Dan Houston and Zach Butters, 20-plus disposals. You can get in and around that $1.35 mark. They've been flooded in SGMs. If you're looking for more value, Todd Marshall might appreciate getting the second-best defender. We're getting $7 to see if he can kick a bag. Set to be a cracker at the G. Enjoy if you're heading in. Enjoy the call, but most importantly, gamble responsibly. All thanks to Sportsbet. Gamble responsibly, 1-800-858-858. Port Adelaide first out onto the MCG. Our pre-game partner is Hyundai. Tomorrow's car is available today. A, a selected range of Hyundai Tucson's, including the powerful, fuel-efficient diesel all-wheel drive models, are now in stock, ready to drive away. Tech drive a Tucson to see what tomorrow to see why tomorrow wants its car back. The teams are in for Waterman omitted, Wanganine omitted, and Smith with a knee injury. For Carlton in Martin, Mackay, Kennedy, Marchbank, and Boyd. Stock has been omitted, Cottrell the same, Motlop and Dow also dispensed with, and Wietering has done the AEC joint and will miss uh, five to six weeks. On Saturday, Fremantle and Hawthorne, Switkowski, Fife and Walters are back for the Dockers, so they stock up. Out, Tucker, Meek, Frederick, 
who uh, has suffered the club-imposed suspension. For Hawthorne, Frost, Scrimshaw and Callow are in. McDonald's omitted Lewis with the knee and Gunston with the ankle and Impey has been managed. Brisbane St Kilda Saturday night at the Gabba. Danaher in, Robinson in. So Mitch Robinson's back for the Lions. Out prior, Fort and Archie was the Medisub. St Kilda in, Higgins and Butler. So the small forward brigade back for the Saints. And GWS, the Kangaroos, Hall, Stevenson, Archer and Lazaro in. Mackay is out with concussion. For the Giants, Kennedy, Whitfield, Haynes, Proust, uh, Proust and Stein all come into the squad. Hills out through illness and Brander has been omitted. And the squads for Monday here at the G Collingwood and Melbourne in Elliot, McRae, Rusco and Chug. Out is McInnes with the shoulder. And for Melbourne, Hibbert, Baker, Wiedemann, Chandler and Turner into the squad. Hunt has been omitted and Bedford was the Medi sub. So that's how the changes look for round 13. The uh, the late news of the day was the AFL Integrity Unit has stepped in and has begun its own investigation into the Melbourne fracker out at Intricot. So they'll double check all the information they were given and run their own and see if any further action is required. And Gil McLaughlin visited Tasmania today and made it clear that the team would need the new stadium that the two additional bits and pieces. So, Richmond, where do they win it then, Josh? We talked a bit about Port, but the Tigers starting to... Well, they've got a good lineup, and when you look at who's out, who they've dropped, it mm. gives you the indication that they're prepared to play a first-gamer and they're prepared to play guys who are in good form in the VFL, which I think is a good sign. Yeah, they're trying to... do that, drop some big names. Yeah, I think they're, they're, it feels like they're having a, a bit of a bet each way. They're, they feel like, and I think they trust that they are still good enough to to compete and 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 to 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 have one last crack at it but they're also well aware that they need to blood some some young players and give guys an opportunity so i think they're sort of having a bit of a bet each way but no doubt they'll be supremely confident that their best footy tonight should be able to get the job done and as you said i mean all games it sounds dull and it gets a little bit old but all games are won around the contest and around the footy and they've got a huge advantage with toby nankervis versus to be confirmed so that'll be the area of the game with uh, some addition or some help from Soldo as well. They'll be looking to completely dominate not only the ruck contest, but the aerial contest, particularly in front of those tall Port Adelaide forwards. Well, we're watching Charlie Dixon do the ruck work in the middle as uh, Port Adelaide warm the midfield up, so he's the one jumping yeah, into the bag. It had to be. He's 203 centimetres. Uh, he'd be the best part of 110 kilos. He is quite good in the centre bounces. He's very big and strong. I'd imagine he won't be super keen on jumping against Nankervis a lot. He'll probably try and uh, get on the same side as him and just come across and make it a ball-up situation as much as he possibly can. But we know Big Nank will have other ideas. What have you got match-up-wise for Illuminate Garden Lighting in a league of their own? It gets a leer. Uh, if he is to stay back, it's how much can he intercept in front of Revolt and the Richmond forwards? Soldo's going to play down there a little bit, but... Not necessarily who he's going to play on, but how much of the ball can he intercept and kill, spoil, versus how much hits the ground. Richmond will have a big malls and they'll be able to capitalise. So it's a bit of a battle, more of uh, the Richmond six, the Richmond forward six or seven versus Alir, who's going to try and intercept and be a real playmaker for Port Adelaide. 
Illuminate Garden Lighting. Our experts address thanks to Ringers Western. Ringers Western clothing looks great in the city and toughs it out on the land. Dylan Grimes, it's game number 200. Uh, he'll be richly celebrated by his Tiger teammates. There's no understating what he's been able to achieve in his days. Absolutely. I mean, uh, aside from uh, the number four, who's done some pretty good things for this team. He is among their, probably their next or second next most important players. He's so crucial to their uh, systematic defence and how they want to defend the ground and how he helps his teammates. He puts his heart and soul on the line. He's a very, very hard player to play against. Uh, and he's a, he's a, he's just, he just gives you nothing. And that's what the Richmond fans and Richmond his Richmond teammates absolutely love about him. So they'll be very keen and eager to put their best foot forward for their uh, co-captain. A tipping shout-out for Ream win weekly prizes or an AFL grand final experience. Join the Ream League. Visit tipping.sen.com.au. The warm-ups are happening. Uh, thanks to Ream, ask your plumber to install a Ream steady, hot and strong. And that... I licked my finger and put it in the air for... Kubota cast as well for a weather report for Kubota. Together we are shaping and building Australia. I reckon this is perfect. For midwinter, this is as good as it gets. I reckon it'd be a delight to play tonight. Yeah, it would be. And uh, Port don't get the opportunity to play in these types of games too often, do they, Dwayne? With no. Thursday night 40 at the MCG, the crowd is slowly building. It'll be a, a decent uh, helping of Richmond fans. It was a uh, an understated entry to the ground by Port. There was no banner for the uh, power players or just a few flags. So a little understated, but they'll be more than happy to be out on the MCG on a Thursday night under the bright lights. It's a two-coat night. That, that much I know is it's 12 degrees. It's, it's bound for a low of nine. So not quite as chilly as it's been the last couple of days. Kubota shaping and building Australia. And Dwayne mentioned the ground looks superb. For Pope, the better way to water Pope's drippies makes drip irrigation a breeze. When you put the two midfields head-to-head, -head, so the pure four or five who, who will determine the stoppages. Um, how do they shake out, do you reckon? Yeah, the, well, the, Richmond are so interesting with what they do with their midfield. I mean, Port Adelaide, you know, they, they've got a, a smaller group of, of mids who we know what they do. They're hard around the footy. We're talking about Boak and Wines and the old heads. Connor Rosie's added a fair bit, a bit of spice and a bit of pizzazz and a bit of agility around the ball. He adds a fair bit. Butter's the same. Richmond have added Jaden Short to their midfield mix, and he's been a really good addition. I mean, he started as a bit of a, a rebounding defender, and then he became a, a lockdown and rebounding defender, a premiership player, a best and fairest in a premiership season. But he's he's been in really good form as a midfielder. He's been playing in the midfield since round seven, averaging 26 disposals. And he thrust the ball inside 50 on six occasions per game. So anytime you can see him bombing it long to the Richmond forwards, giving them an opportunity deep inside 50, uh, the better off Richmond will be. So Port Adelaide will back themselves. But, of course, we, we know that it's talent that Richmond possess around the ball with Short now in there and, and particularly Shea Bolton. So I've got no doubt that the eight players will be around the ball for Port Adelaide. We're just in their own little huddle underneath and They would know precisely that the game sits with their group. Wines, Boat, Drew, Farrell, Dumont, Amon, Butters and Rosie. And knowing Ken Hinckley a bit, he would have been pretty straight up and down with them. If, if this is to be tonight, it is on that group of eight players. It is because they've got, a, they've got a mix ahead of the footy that can trouble Richmond. 
you know, you look at Robbie Gray, if he can get some one-on-ones close to goal, he'll trouble Dylan Grimes. Dylan Grimes is a fantastic player, but Robbie Gray, uh, Robbie Gray is so creative. Marshall's been in good form, but he needs supply. He needs opportunities on the lead. He needs 1v1s. If they can get their forwards those types of opportunities, if Charlie Dixon, when he's down there, can take a big grab or two or create a spill, they will trouble Richmond's defensive setup and defensive scheme, but they've got to give them opportunities. They can't get beaten around the ball by the Richmond midfield. Unmissable moments from these two teams for drink-wise. Choose to drink-wise. You won't miss a moment if you drink-wise. There's a, a thriller of a preliminary final which lives in recent memory, but they have played a, a set of highly charged games, most of them in Adelaide over recent years while they have both been contending. So it's a curiosity that they come together in round 13. They sit outside the 8th, 10th and 12th. Richmond and Port Adelaide respectively and uh, if they are to go on a charge it will have to start for one of them tonight. Jack Revolt is going to play in a glove so what do you say he broken his finger and then he got a gash on it in the Sydney game and he ended up it got infected and he spent three days in hospital. Mm, not ideal. Not, not ideal. I'm just trying to, is it his left or right hand? hand? Um, I think it was his right hand okay. little finger. Well, that's that's a little more telling in terms of I'm sure he'll be able to deal with the injury but I'm thinking about when he's having set shots I'd imagine that uh, dropping the footy with that glove wouldn't be ideal but I'm sure he's practiced it as much as possible during the week yeah where's the cut some guys cut the end finger bit out of their gloves to get a bit of feel with that yeah, little mitten type yeah, yeah. so whether he's <laughs> done that or not we'll keep an eye on that but you're right about the ball drop some guys put too much grippo on it affects it we've seen that quite a lot but uh, when you when your routine is so precise, the tiniest thing can mm, put you off. Yeah, yeah, when you've got a routine that you really trust, and Jack's routine is very, very simple. He takes, you know, the, the, the minimum amount of steps that you would suggest or recommend to kick for goal, but it's a very uh, it's a very good routine. It's obviously landed him over 700 goals, so a little glove might have just, he might have just had to do a bit of work on that to get himself mentally comfortable with it. Toss of the coin, Dylan Grimes and Tom Jonas. Grimes has won the toss and Richmond will kick to the city end to the right as we look at it in the opening term. So what's it going to be? Josh, the final words from Josh Jenkins, our expert tonight for sure. Unify your national uniform and workwear experts. There is just so much on the line for both sides. We've spoken about how skinny the window or how narrow the window becomes for Port if they cannot get this done. Here on a big stage, they don't get the opportunity to come and play at the MCG on a Thursday or a Friday night too often. And for Richmond, well, they've won five of their past six here at the MCG. We know how potent and how powerful they are. They've slaughtered their opposition, an average margin, average winning margin of 31 points. So not only have they been winning here, they've been absolutely dominating. So this will be a very, very high-spirited game. Jared mentioned about the... Uh, finals of recent years. I expect this game to be completely hot in the kitchen early. Dustin Martin looks like he's going to start in the middle. Where else would you want to start him? Shea Bolton's going to head forward. So Finlayson to ruck too for Port. So Dixon that's interesting. Forward. I thought Dixon would have started in there. If I'm Jeremy Finlayson, I'm not that eager to be standing where I'm standing right now. <laughs> it's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.